Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Well, Cliff, he won't do it by no means, but it would be the sports story of the year if perhaps not the last 100 years. (laughs) What what are you talking about? Well, the commissioner of the NFL, he does have the power to turn into share. Turn into share? Yes. (laughs) What do do you mean? He can turn back time. Oh. Yes. You see, (laughs) there's a rule there, Cliff, that the commissioner of the NFL can look at the uh, New Orleans Saints game. And yeah. the blown call everybody's whining about. Yes. And he can um, grant the or- New Orleans Saints the victory and can- say, you're the one going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> really? Yes, he can. <laughs> he or- has he has the uh, power to do that. Yes, he it's can. It's within his job description as commissioner of the NFL. In any NFL game, yeah. he can do that. So he is basically the chief referee of the nfl uh, pretty well yeah. yes he can make the uh, saints yeah. the winners yeah he can tell both teams no no we're going to play the entire game over again from the opening kickoff <laughs> or he can say from that moment right there yeah. when that infraction was missed we're going to start the game right there and yeah. finish it out now he's not going to do it there's no way well no zero percent well, I mean... chance <laughs> but it's but cool. it's an interesting thought though who knew he had the power to do that? I don't know if any other commissioner in any other sport can do I mean, that. I, I mean, it's possible. We didn't know he, we didn't know he had the power to do it until someone found it. Yes. He probably didn't even know he had the power. Oh. Would that not be the sports story of the Yeah. I bet a hundred years. That a commissioner of a sport said Yeah. No, you didn't really win. I'm choosing these people <laughs> to win. <laughs> And I'm telling you, it's like turning back time that none of that ever happened. Right. And then he's, you know, going to put on a skimpy little outfit and break into song. Share. Weed, as you might have heard, late Sunday, the combination of two astronomical phenomena encouraged many people to stay up late to see the show that some described as spectacular. The moon passed through the shadow of the Earth Sunday night and was in a point in its orbit where it was much closer than normal. Thus, the so-called supermoon turned red and dominated the sky for over an hour, and it was visible from basically Canada to the tip of South America. That would include, also, Florida. Apparently, the sky was clear in West Palm Beach Sunday night, and several people had gathered on a place called Jog Road about 11.30 p.m. to catch the show, including this unidentified couple, both 24, who decided the best place to gaze at the sky was in the road. And apparently, they also decided standing up was too much trouble, so they laid down in the middle of the road. What you might think happened, happened. The two were run over by a car. (laughs) Fortunately, the car was only going about five miles an hour because... It was a West Palm Beach police car on patrol. (laughs) They got run over by a police car. (laughs) You think the driver was actually looking at the moon, too? Probably, yeah. Because going five. (laughs) The injuries the two received, though, described as non-life-threatening. Unless you're a ninja, I would think you could see them laying there, Cliff. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, couldn't you? You would think so, yes. I'm going five. Right. 105, you might not see them. True. You can hear a song a hundred times and... All of a sudden, one day, a couple of lines just kind of hit your ear, and you're yeah. like, "No, you're absolutely I've never heard that before. Never heard that before. That happens to me all the time. It happened to me during that song there, Pirate Really? Frank. Yes. What jumped out at you during that Kenny Chesney song? The couple of lines that said, moonshine, Yeah. that's where they make it. Put it in a jug, makes you want to get naked. You've never really heard those words I've before? I've never heard that really? before. <laughs> and that's exactly, Cliff, what happened at the opera in Germany. Well, wait, 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 wait. What, what are you talking about? Well, in Germany, yeah, somebody stole the costumes for the opera oh, they really? were about to perform. I mean, I've never been to an opera, but I can imagine some of those costumes are quite, uh, you know, detailed and expensive. Yes. I've never been to an opera either. Yeah. But um, the only thing worse, I think, mm-hmm. than actually going to an opera... Yeah. Would be going to a naked opera. <laughs> that would be. It's bad enough that I'm there, but when they come out with no costumes. That's right. They come out. Yeah. I so, want some money back for my ticket. So when the fat guy sings, everyone turn and look away. Oh, you're seeing all the fat whenever <laughs> right. he's singing. You're exactly Ooh, right. Wow. It's a naked opera. Folklift. Well, sometimes when you don't get enough sleep, your mind wanders. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's hard to focus. Yes. I totally understand that. And you just bounce from one thing to the other in your head. Yeah. And for some reason, my yeah. head was pointing towards Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. Yes, not the movies. I've never seen any of them. But the you're talking about the TV original. Show. Yes. Where um, William Shatner was Captain Kirk. And Bones. Right. And all the lieutenant. DeForest Kelly was the actor who played Bones. Yes. Right. Spock, uh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Classic. And I got to thinking about their phasers. <laughs> I don't know why. But while Kelsey Ballerini was singing, yeah. I was thinking about... Their phasers. Their phasers. Where they shot, you know, bzzz. Yes. And they always... Yeah. I guess they had a bunch of... Uh, settings. Settings. Yeah, I mean, they always said set phasers to stun. It was always stun. Well, they didn't want to kill people. I know, but, they, you know, <laughs> you think maybe they had a setting on there that was like yeah. spineless? <laughs> Set your phaser to spineless. <laughs> and what would that look like, Cliff, whenever you when pulled you were, the trigger? You mean, when? what would a person do when they were shot with a phaser set to spineless? Yes, would it take your spine out? <laughs> or would it be basically you throwing it was, it was like you, the gun at them? I'm a bowl of jello. Or would it be you, the shooter with the phaser, assuming the role of spineless? Which meant... It had no effect on them at all. Yes. I'm like, why does this not work? <laughs> oh, it's set to spineless. <laughs> I told them to take that setting off of here. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> My phaser's set to spineless. Yes. Valentine of ours say they don't want anything for Valentine's <laughs> Day. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of us have heard that uh, about their Valentines. Right. And so, Cliff, yes. I wish I had thought of this. What? This is... Amazingly simple and brilliant. Okay. There's a company now that is selling yeah. a plastic heart with nothing in it Okay. for that significant other or special person in your life Who's, who says, who they, says want, they want nothing. Yes. You give them an empty heart. <laughs> Which could be taken the wrong way there. Yeah. But you said you wanted nothing, but I got you a little piece of plastic anyway. I got you a plastic yes. container with nothing. 
And the best part is they're a dollar yeah. and twenty-five cents. Really? Yes. That's brilliant. I mean, no, I mean, it's brilliant if you're a smartass. I mean, come on. No, they said they wanted nothing. <laughs> so you got them nothing. You got them nothing. Well, you kind of got them something. No, you got them nothing. No, you got them a little plastic heart. A little plastic heart full of nothing. Which is exactly what they were asking for. That's right, for. but sometimes what people want is not what they ask for. <laughs> well, that's confusing as heck. I had that look like a deer in a head ride, right, didn't did. I? You did. You turned around to me like, the hell did you just say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, the medical procedure known as bacteriotherapy has long been used as a way to provide relief for some people who have serious issues with their digestive system. It's also a favorite of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast. Because, basically, bacteriotherapy is a poop transplant. A donor gives a fecal sample, which is then implanted into the ailing person's colon. The healthy bacteria in the poop then multiplies and aids the sick, person, the sick person's gut, kick-starting their digestion back to a normal routine. As a side note... It is, in fact, possible to make up to $13,000 annually by donating your poop for medical purposes. But researchers at the University of Auckland now say, Some poop is better than others. Certain strains of bacteria carried by some people have a significantly higher success rate and can solve much more serious problems like, say, even ulcerative colitis. Those researchers are now looking on how bacteria can be separated from samples and then donated to patients who have more specific issues because there really is no one-stool-fits-all approach. But for now, doctors will look to those gifted individuals for donations who they affectionately call super poopers. Can you imagine, Cliff, at some point in time, a doctor somewhere had to convince one person... To do this, well, I think two, this is going to work. Two people. Well, the, the giver does. The, the donor doesn't care. Oh, but the uh, the receiver. Yes, that's the person that cares here. We're going to take this poop and we're going to put it inside of you. And some guy went, okay. <laughs> I think that'll work. Sounds good You're to me, Doc. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And thirteen thousand dollars. Yes, you can make thirteen thousand dollars a year donating your poop. That's more than I make here. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Cliff, I absolutely love our text message friends that we have each and every morning oh, yeah. here on the Morning You're Road absolutely Show. right. But today? Yes. Today, from yeah. Cliff's last little story here. Yeah. At the end of the news. Right. You can all stop trying to come up with funny little names for the donators. <laughs> you mean like super pooper? Not, yes. Well, it's far worse than that. Oh. <laughs> Let's stop that right now. Okay. <laughs> Let's just wash that out of our heads. That's awesome. No, it's not. This is why I love this morning. Show. Stop doing that. Yes. Cliff, my worst fear is right over there in that room beside you. <laughs> right over who, there in that production who, room. Wait, over here? Yes. Who's over there? That is my worst fear. Someone's in there recording a commercial right now. Yes, I'm sure she's a very pleasant lady. Yeah. I have met her out in the hallway. Yeah. But uh, it's the occupation that makes me uncomfortable <laughs> when I'm around them. What? Was she like a proctologist or what? I'm more comfortable no. around a shaky proctologist <laughs> than I am this person here. Well, who is she? <laughs> She's a beautician. Why are you so um, uneasy around a beautician? Because I feel like they're judging me every time they look at my hair. I think they're looking at my hair going, 
I can't possibly do anything yeah. with that mess you've got on top of your head, and I hope you don't come into my shop. <laughs> well, that's rather judgmental. I think I, I think I'm being hair shamed. If hair you're shamed. Know, I think there should be hair an organ. I think there should be an organization <laughs> for those of us who are hair shamed. Maybe okay. you're bald. Yeah. Male pattern baldness. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of working on both of them at the same time. Yeah. And so I think, Liv. Yeah. She left. She Ooh. just left. <laughs> I feel a little better right now. I'm sure she's nice. Don't get me wrong. She was pleasant mm-hmm. in the hallway. Yeah. But I could tell her I was wandering. Was looking at like. <laughs> well, Cliff, I'm not yes. sure that I actually need any help making my house smell like gravy. If anything, I could probably use a less of the uh, permanent gravy smell in my house. <laughs> But, hey, your situation might be a little bit different. Okay. I understand that. All right. So I've got some good news. All right. The fine folks at Kentucky Fried Chicken are back at it again. You know, they had the log that they sold. Oh, that's right. It was right before Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, the fireplace log that smelled like uh, chicken. Chicken. Yes. Well, now they're back at it. They've got a candle that smells like their gravy. That's right. You light the Hmm. candle. And your entire house will smell like KFC gravy, <laughs> which is awesome. The non-awesome part of this whole process, though, is, is what they're only made. Yeah, two hundred and thirty of these candles, which what? means if you want one, <laughs> yeah, you have to go to eBay. Yeah, and somebody's going to swindle so, you for a huge right. amount of money. Right, and so it's you know if it's if you're a KFC aficionado and you know that there are people out there who are like that, I kind of miss it myself. The 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 only way to get that kind of stuff. A lot of people collect those. Yeah, thing, you know, um, like Coke, different Coke bottle. If you go to Sandy's, for instance, that the whole Coke room. Yeah, just think of that like for KFC. Some people collect that stuff. So if you want that candle, the only way to get one is to pay an exorbitant amount of money because people are preying on collectors. So this is KFC's fault. If you're going to make something like that that everybody wants, then make enough so everyone can have one. Are you trying to tell me that somewhere in the country or possibly the world, somebody at their house has a KFC room? I would not say that's out of the question. (laughs) I mean, they're just doing this for publicity. What are we doing? We're giving them publicity. Make 200 candles. They smell like gravy. (laughs) I know they smell like gravy. (laughs) I'm kind of smelling the gravy right now. That's all I'm going to say. Put that in a deodorant stick. Oh, man. (laughs) I'd be popular then. Oh, yeah. Well, Cliff, you're yeah. right on the nail. I mean, you hit it right on the nail. What are you talking about? You were talking about somebody, you know, collecting KFC artifacts yeah. and all of that. Yeah. And one of our wonderful listeners sent a text message in saying mm-hmm. that they have the official KFC Colonel Sanders Christmas album. <laughs> I didn't even know such a thing existed. I had no clue either. And so the question I had to ask was, Yeah. does the Colonel sing on it? Yeah. And sadly, he doesn't. He talks on it. He talks. Charlie Pride sings on it a little bit. Okay. But I thought that was kind of interesting (laughs) that they would, you know, have a KFC official. Official. As opposed to all the unofficial bootleg versions of Colonel Sanders singing Christmas tunes. Yes, I could could see the Colonel singing Holly Jolly (laughs) Christmas, though. I can hear that in my head. And last week, Cliff, we wished Betty White a happy 97th birthday. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I do, too. Yeah. And I did a little research, and it seems mm-hmm. that Miss Betty White spent her birthday, like most grandmas would, playing um, poker. Oh, playing poker. Yes, all day long. Say, knitting or something like that. No, she was playing poker. She was a poker player. And I wonder if she smoked one of them big old honking cigars while she was 
playing poker. With the little visor hat on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and she played poker. It sounds crazy, I know. Yeah. But that's what she did. Well, And yeah. then you kind of admit, Cliff. What's that? When you're 97, yeah. every day is kind of like a gamble for you. <laughs> it's kind of like a... It's you know, like, you get out of bed. It's like you sit up in the bed. What are the odds today I'm going to break my hip? Yeah, you roll the dice. <laughs> Hopefully you don't roll a two right. or a three. Right, yeah. You know. Because that's crappy. <laughs> well, yeah. It's craps if you roll a two that's or a three. <laughs> and um, there's always depends for that, too. Well, now. <laughs> you didn't have to go on that road. Well, Cliff. Yeah. It took one of our wonderful friends out there listening to yeah. remind us what? just how bad we are at doing this. <laughs> like what? Well, <laughs> you recall, and I wish we could remember the date. Maybe we can find it. Okay. But if what? you recall, we played a um, song, yeah, an Alabama song, I think it was last week, for a truck driving friend who sent a text message oh. in and said that song always reminded him oh, of his It reminded him, of his, him of his dad, who was a retired truck driver. Yes, and he had passed, and now yes. he sings it for his mom, yeah. and he replied back to us that he was in tears <laughs> as he was listening and, to that and, song. And you want it. me to remember what day we did that. I was hoping we could, because the reminder comes up Yeah. how bad we are at this. Why, why is that? We forgot about our jar. That's something we should have put in the jar. You're absolutely right. That is something that we should have wrote we down. Have put, wrote that down and put it in our. What do we call that jar again? We don't get it out very often. I, so. That's why I, I can't remember yeah. now. It's back <laughs> in the back in a closet. <sighs> we were write down good stuff. Yes, that happened. And that would have we been a pull perfect it out later. One. Is there any way we could find the date, Cliff? Or is it too late? I'm sure it's probably around somewhere. <sighs> we can find it. It might even be, you know, because I keep the sheet with the phrases of the day. That might be a clue that would help me find it, but I think we could probably find it. I mean, it. good things happen so rarely you'd think we would catch <laughs> we would, it. We would we would be all over a good thing. Cliff, I know we're supposed to play commercials right now, but Brian? we got this uh, voice message. Because we asked the question, when yeah. was it that we were talking about the Alabama song playing yes. for the truck driving friend, uh-huh. 18-wheelers, roll on. And yeah. we weren't sure about it, and we started doing some research, and we got this voice message. Yep. And then we uh, listened to it mm-hmm. and went back and looked at our records. This is incredible, <laughs> Cliff. Hey, Reed, that was the day you guys were talking about. Somebody called in and said when they passed away, they wanted to actually put in an album. He said when he died, he had an album he was put in in the Alabama. I think it was Wednesday last week. And after Cliff did some checking... Yeah, I look, looked at the stuff I had written down from Wednesday of last week. That's absolutely correct. I can't even remember what I said Wednesday of I last can't week. either. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. We mm-hmm. thank you for doing that, helping yep. us out. I wrote it down on a post-it note, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go stick it in our jar that we can't remember the name of. We don't of even remember the name of the jar. Because we don't get it out. Well, Cliff, yep. on our uh, award-winning Take It to the Bank this morning... Really? We're going to go... We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna go to New York. Okay. And the, uh, well, it's one of the most famous buildings in the entire world, I would say. You, you got, I mean, if you if you talk about the famous building, and you're talking about the Empire State Building. That's exactly right. right. And we're gonna give you a few facts about the Empire State Building. Okay. One of those facts, Cliff, mm-hmm. that I found intriguing. Yeah. It's actually mm-hmm. an office building. Well, I knew that. Well, a lot of folks might not. I didn't know that. 
but we'll tell you some facts about it. And Indiana is even involved with the Empire State Building. Okay. I thought that was kind of cool. Cliff? Yes? It's good to see that our wonderful listeners are busy at work coming up with fun <laughs> facts about the Empire State Building. You would think they would be busy at work. Yes. Working. Yes, but, uh, but no, apparently not. They were uh, kind enough to send in a fun fact about the Empire State Building because that's what today's Take It to the Bank is about. Okay. And yes, I did know that during World War II, a plane actually flew into the Empire State Building. Yes. But that wasn't one of the facts that I had found, Cliff. Okay. Now, here are the facts that I looked at this morning. All right. Including, mm-hmm. remember, mm-hmm. it's an actual office building, and it's 102 stories tall. Yes. 200,000 cubic feet of Indiana limestone makes up the Empire State Building. Okay. Which I thought was kind of cool. That's pretty cool. The total cost, including the ground, mm-hmm. $41 million is what it cost to build. Interesting. Yes. And it took 410 days to build it. That's pretty fast for a building of that size. Extraordinarily fast, Cliff. Yeah. They have uh, observation decks at the Empire State Building on the 86th floor, Mm -hmm. also the 102nd floor. Yeah. And if you stop at the 86th floor, which a lot of people don't, Mm -hmm. you're serenaded with a saxophonist. (laughs) They sit there and they play for you. Yeah. Yes. And at the very top of the Empire State Building, they had designed that because they thought it would be a good idea to moor those Zeppelin balloon planes. Right, because that was in the... uh the 30s. Yes. Right. And that they thought that was going to be, at the time, the way that people would travel across the ocean would be on those dirigibles. And they thought, we're going to, that way we park right in the middle of midtown Manhattan, let people on, people get off. Well, they had it calculated. Oh, yeah. You were to walk off of these planes, these balloons. Yeah. Open space. <laughs> it was like a walk, cat, Yes, a cat catwalk. Walk. Yes. <laughs> And it would you're, take you... You're 102 floors off the ground. Yes. And it would take you seven minutes once you got in the building to hit the bottom floor. <laughs> but the thing I thought was the most interesting about the Empire State Building, Cliff... What's that? Remember, it's an office building. Right. They rent it out all the time. That's right. There's uh, you know all kind of businesses in there. 15,000 people actually work inside the building. Right. But it makes more money from selling tickets to its observation decks than it does... Rent. Rent for the place. (laughs) And it's not even close. Is that not amazing? I I believe that to be true, yeah. So 15,000 people work in there. About 4 million people visit the Empire State Building a year. And that, all of that, you can take to the bank. Well, Cliff, it's a very unique situation. It happened in Vietnam. But doctors there saved a patient's life by forcing down 15 cans of beer in this gentleman. (laughs) What, what affliction could he possibly have had that beer was the remedy? Well, he drank something the opposite of beer. I think it's called I think it's called methanol. Oh, 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 that's poisonous. Yes. That'll make you go blind and it will kill you. Yes. And it will hurt the entire time. You're dying. Yes, it uh, destroys your kidneys. Right. I believe it's an antifreeze, as a matter of fact, and that's yes. why you're not supposed to uh, that's right. you don't lick take the anif- cap on that. Exactly. Yes. Well, Cliff, yeah. 15 cans of beer yeah. reversed the effects of him. He's fine and dandy. Okay. The medical community is all excited because they really hadn't done that before in Vietnam. They're calling the new procedure yeah. the Clydesdale Technique. <laughs> which is kind of nice. That they, That's pretty cool. It's yeah. kind of cool, yeah. the Clydesdale <laughs> Technique. And, I'm sure there's one or two of our wonderful listeners this morning that are going to try the Clydesdale right. technique this weekend themselves. So you get you a driver and you go right ahead. Yep. I hate playing that song, Cliff. Why is that? Tennessee whiskey. Why would you hate playing that song? 
Because that song is so good. Yeah. And then we come on after it. <laughs> anything said today, Claude? Oh, yes. By the way, I should mention, uh, if you missed anything we said today, you can uh, listen to it all later at the Weedoncliff podcast. Just go to Weedoncliff.com. Now, number three, the opposite of beer. Number two, going to a naked opera. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, it is possible to make $13,000 a year by donating your poop. That is so sad. <laughs> but true. And you make how much again? <laughs> I'm looking up at 13000 If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.